and welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, my guest today is a talented, talented, talented actress. Uh, and finally, uh, we're, we're, we're throwing her her flowers because she deserves it. Uh, give her one welcome to Tara Beavers. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's an honor. Uh, it's something I'm, I've I've been wanting to do for quite some time because I know every time you're on the show, mm-hmm. we're you know we have full cast. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I, I just wanted to do something to dedicate you and so people could get to know you and, and look at your work and, and yeah, let's just get into it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So like, what inspired you to become an actress? Um, well, when I was in middle school, um, so this is going way back. Uh, way, way back. Yes. <laughs> I was always a very shy kid. Um, I literally never talked to anybody. And uh, in drama class, my teacher uh, had us do a homework assignment where we had to stand up in front of the class and and perform something. And I did very, very well. And he said, oh my God, like you have a talent. And he encouraged me to go out for uh, the school play So I didn't see myself doing that because I was so quiet, but Mm -hmm. I did. And uh, it was uh, A Midsummer Night's Dream by William Shakespeare. Mm. And I went out and I actually got the part of Hermia and I performed it and did very well. And everybody was like, oh, my God, is that Tara? Like, because I never talked at all. And they couldn't believe it that here's this really quiet, shy girl who's on stage performing. So um, that kind of like inspired me to want to act. So I, uh, after that, my parents started taking me up to New York to, you know, go on casting calls. Um, Back in those days, you lined up on the streets and you just waited. Yes. And it was hours and hours before you got in there and you were in there for like two seconds and then you were out. It was like so, the the uh, uh, American Idol experience before American Idol. Yes, exactly. Right? <laughs> and it was long days doing that. Wow. And we did that for a while. And I also uh, did, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's called Barbizon. Um, it's like a modeling agency, but they mm. offered courses to like try to become like a model So I did that program. Um, Then they had like talent competitions, which I did through them. And they said, you would be perfect as an actress. Um, Unfortunately, I I can't be a model because I'm only five foot two. Um, What? Yes, (laughs) I'm really tiny. So you're telling me to be a model, you you have to meet a certain require? Yes. Um, That's that's utter BS. That's so... I mean, I could do print modeling, which, Mm. you know, for like magazines and stuff, but to be runway high fashion model, you have to be really, really tall. So yeah, we're going to change that. (laughs) They shot me down. So that was like, that was really heartbreaking at the time because, you know, I'm a a young Mm. girl and that's what I wanted to do. So um, yeah, so I just, you know, I really wanted to do this at a a younger age, but unfortunately 9-11 happened. And um, my parents were really afraid to go up to New York. Uh, Everything was chaos then. And they said, look, you know, we're not comfortable taking you up there at this time. Um, When you are out of high school, if you want to go on your own and do that, you can do that. Uh, But then after high school, I just sort of, 
I sort of like fell out of one. I don't know. Not that I didn't want to do it. It's just other things happened. And I went, yes. And I went down a different path for a while and uh, did that. And then in 2019, I heard that there was this show called The Mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet Mm. filming in uh, my hometown. And I was like, you know what, that would be really cool to get on that show. Even, even just as like a, an extra Mm -hmm. background person, I was like, I would just like to be on that show. And I actually got on the show. um, And I did do background uh, several days on that show. Um, And I also got on another show called Dispatches from Elsewhere uh, with, um, uh, what was her name? Sally Field. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was filming in Philadelphia. And I was actually shown on the television in that. And I didn't really know if I wanted to continue doing that. Um, I was just, I just was doing it just for fun at the time. Uh, And then I heard, well, look, if you really want to be serious about this, you can't keep doing background work. You have to actually do speaking work. So I thought about it and I decided, you know what, I I do want to get back into this. You know, I want to pick this up again. And so from there, I started taking acting classes and I've been in classes since uh, 2020 um, training and doing student films, short films, you know, independent films and just constantly working and trying to perfect the craft. And yeah, so that's kind of the journey of it. (laughs) But but that's amazing because at least you're, you're, you know, you keep moving forward, you know, you know, when, when you're trying to be an actor, it's all about putting yourself out there. Mm -hmm. Right. A a lot of, uh, I've, I've spoken to a lot of actors or actor, actors and actress, like they, they're very iffy on doing certain thing and, Mm -hmm. and they don't see, you know, anything that someone presents them as an opportunity to get yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So yes. you're 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 right there. You're capitalizing that, which is amazing. Yes, thank um, you. You're welcome. Um, did you do you have or did you any uh, like get an agent? Um, I do have two agents right now, uh, but oh, they so are your boss. You got two, <laughs> <laughs> but they are local. They're mm-hmm. fil- like local to the Philadelphia area, and they mainly focus on um, modeling and commercial work Mm. and I'm looking more for theatrical work uh so I would need to uh the next step would be to try to get an agent from New York or Atlanta or LA you know a bigger market to where I can get auditions for like network Mm. you know network shows and Hollywood productions I mean that would that would be the next step yeah I I spoke to I had this gentleman on his name is a Mike Matt mattress he's from tennessee and uh he does like work and he's come out like an fx shows um this new tv tv network uh channel one i think it is like Mm -hmm. he does a lot of um like reenactment shows and where like somebody's talking and 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 you know they're just showing the story Mm -hmm. um what 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 he told me about his agent was like his agent didn't when he first approached him didn't get him any and so he made his first job he's not charging him oh, okay so you know maybe you can hit up him and because mike is he's traveling new york florida 
he, he's always somewhere. Okay. Like that's wow. where he started. Uh, uh, it's called the Mike Matter store. He's always somewhere in Chicago, hmm. you know, so you wow. never know who you can meet. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. it's good to network, you know? Yes, yes. So yeah, I'll have to look into that, but yeah, definitely. I mean, that's definitely the next step for me, you know, is to want to get an agent outside of the Philadelphia area mm. so that I can then go out for the roles, you know, network TV roles, co-star roles on those shows. So I, that's I, I definitely enjoy you on uh, seeing you in screen because you're so versatile, right? <laughs> You've done the comedy series, like, although they're like not these major Mm-hmm. movie roles but yet there's an opportunity to see potential yes and definitely. you know all you have to do is check me out here i did this comedy check me out here i did this serious movie like you did um i think it was a room service yes right <laughs> room service yes uh then uh you did uh close was it close uh broken broken there you broken. go which yes. is like more a, a, a you're really scary you scared me like you're really like uh like serious, dark, methodical type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and it's like it's totally different than when I've seen you doing comedy and, and uh fighting with my neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um it's the other one, uh the Saturday the fourteenth. So I te- I tend to enjoy you, you're so versatile. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think that's that's like well, the thing I admire about you is like you're not afraid to play with the role or intimidate it uh, with any type of casting. Yeah. Like you're willing to like take it full on and which is very important, you know, for your future. Yeah. I mean, I'm willing to try anything, you know, I mean, there's, they like to typecast you, you know, in Hollywood, mm. like if, if you have the look of a cop and you can act like a cop, like you're a cop and that's yes. all you get you know, or you're the nurse or the doctor and that's all you get. And I mean, I don't like that. Like, I want to be able to do any, any role, you know, anything that's put at me, I would like to do, Um, you know, the, the crazy psycho (laughs) killer person or like the girl next door or, you know, the, the victim even. So I'm willing to, you know, have a range and to do anything really. So Hopefully, I, you know, I get opportunities like that where, you know, I can do whatever's thrown at me, you know, and not just typecast into one type of role. Yeah, Hollywood, Hollywood, is, it's, it's very good at doing things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like if you're if you're someone I've noticed if you're someone from like, a, I don't know, like the ghetto background, the hood background or you're first of all, if you're Hispanic, they always say you're Mexican. Okay. There, yeah. there's, there's a bunch of you know, a bunch of movies that they're Puerto Rican, but they cast them as Mexican, so that's it's kind of fucked up for me. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they have a habit of doing that. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. So that it kind of sucks, you know. But it is what it is, and you just got to do your best and hey, try for all different things. As long as they're paying the bills, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, um, the the. When you like when you take acting classes, uh, do they develop help you develop like in so that you're prepared for like different uh, characters? It depends on the class. Um, yeah. I've taken a variety of classes. Uh, I, I started out taking a basics of acting class 
Then I took um, a hosting spokesperson teleprompter class. Hmm. I'm trying to think what after. And then I got into method acting. And I took several classes at the Lee Strasberg Theater and Film Institute, which taught me how to do method acting. Uh, now, they definitely prepared you for doing different types of roles there. Um, they have like a technique that mm-hmm. you learn to get into character so that you can be whatever character you need to be. Mm-hmm. Um so now currently I'm doing uh, Meisner. I'm at the Hood School of Acting learning the Meisner technique. That mm-hmm. technique is more of listening and responding naturally uh, in the moment. Whereas the method, it's kind of like you pre-plan, you kind of go into the scene as the character, you you act and you talk and you walk like the character and you just kind of you kind of stay like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the Meisner technique, you're listening, you're responding, you're, you're just sort of acting very natural and whatever happens in the moment happens and you just let it come naturally. So, I mean, and there's so many more. I'm, I'm actually at another school uh, learning the Warner Laughlin technique. Um, and that one kind of, you create a whole background for your character. You create from five years old up to the age you are now. And Mm. you create memories for the character. So that way, when you're in the moment, you feel like you are the character because you have all the memories of the the character. So, I mean, there's so many different techniques out there. And I've kind of been taking classes here and there with everything because I want to to know all there is to know. You know, I want to learn everything I can learn um, that will help me, you know, in these roles, you know. And, and also uh, different roles like require different, different techniques, you know, like with broken, uh, with that one, I had to be, well, basically like broken, you know, I had to be really, you know, she was crazy (laughs) and, uh, she was depressed. (laughs) So with that one, I kind of used the method because I needed to get zoned in to, you know, who she was and this depressed state and, you know, this, uh, I don't know, she was schizophrenic, you know, split personality. And so I kind of used the method for that one. But with room service, that was just like normal, happy conversation. And I just sort of like, used like Meisner with that, where Mm -hmm, it was just mm kind of listen and then respond. So it it just really all depends on the role and the circumstances. And then you just kind of pull what you've learned and just throw it in there and if something's not working you you try something else got it so i don't know if that makes sense (laughs) no you know yeah it definitely is it's you have like an arsenal and for each method you know you're prepared for for you know whatever the script is yes you know preparation is key to success you know Mm -hmm. yeah um You, you because like you're you're a veteran in this you know like you you've done a couple of stuff you know very versatile and whatnot have you ever uh thought of the idea of maybe one day writing your own stuff or maybe trying to direct something or is that something later down the future um, you you hope to do i did have a director come to me and ask me to write something for him um but I've been so busy that I just don't have time to do that right now. Uh, but that there is a possibility that, you know, maybe I would write my own stuff. Um, and I would definitely probably like to direct something one day. I mean, I think it would be fun. 
I know people joke on set. They're like, oh, there's Tara directing again. So, I mean, I've, I've kind of like, I've given input, you know, I've given input before uh, on set. Uh, so, I mean, I guess I could see myself doing that eventually. Definitely. Um, right now I'm focused more on the acting part of it, but yeah, I mean, no, I, whatever, you know, whatever happens happens, but yeah, I, I could see myself doing that. And especially with the writing, because right now um, when you're just starting out, you really need a lot of footage. You know, you need a lot of footage for your reel so that you can present yourself to agents and managers mm. and get your, your work out there. And a lot of times when you do these films, um, sometimes you don't get the footage. I mean, it's mainly it, like the content for, you know, to show your, what, what you're doing. Yes. I mean, so, well, sometimes they don't, yeah, they don't give you, I don't know why they don't give you your scene. You know, I don't, maybe they're just too busy. I don't know. I've done a lot of stuff where I have not received my footage for my reel. Um, I've done other projects where the movies were never finished. So, you know, you do put a lot of time into this and sometimes you don't get the footage back. And when when you say like reels, like, like uh, uh, help, help explain to me and, and, and um, the listeners and viewers, like, what do you mean by that? So like a reel is um, it's like a three minute or less clip of your best acting work. Mm. Uh, little scenes or little clips that showcase you as an actor um, acting with another person on screen. And you have to put together like a three minute clip of yourself so that you can market yourself to casting directors and to agents and to managers, because looking at a picture or looking at a resume isn't good enough. You know, they want to see you act. They want to see your ability. So you have to have several little clips in like a three minute segment or reel that you can present, you know, when you're going on a job, you know, you can present it. Yes. Yeah. So um, in order to get that footage, you do a lot of short films, student films, independent films in hopes that you'll be able to get those clips to put together for your footage. Now, is that Um, something I'm going to cut you off? Is that mm -hmm. something that before you, you know, let's say, hey, I want to cast you for this Mm -hmm. role. Is that something you negotiate or? You, you, you know, you and the other person agree upon before you continue to proceed to the film. Yes. And, you know, I've had several directors mm. that I've agreed upon with and I'm still waiting on the footage. So, you know, I understand people get busy, you know, and things, personal things come up too. I mean, you know, that's life. But, you know, it would be nice to get your footage so that yes. you, you know, because you are putting in the time to do the movie and. Yeah, and it's, it's only it's, it's it's only serves you right, especially yeah. if you you know I, because I know like I follow the uh, Philadelphia Facebook group and where they mm-hmm. post and whatnot, and I know for a fact that uh, there's a lot of filmmakers that want to do a project and they don't pay people. This yeah. is you know if they do they pay out of experience, yes. and you know me looking outside i think it at least at minimum what you're stating would be fair yeah you know yeah. i mean you earned it you yeah, like uh, uh plenty of actors have earned it you know mm-hmm. and i mean this is 
this happens, you know, unfortunately this does happen and um, everybody knows about it, that sometimes you just don't get it. Um, other times you do a production and it doesn't get finished. Mm. Um, I've had one, it was actually quite disappointing. Um, I put in a lot of work for this, this one project and it just never, it never made it uh, after post-production, never made it through post-production. It never got released and, you know, it's shelved, I guess. Mm. We finished filming, but I don't know what happened and they just never finished the production. And it's a shame because I felt like I did really good work on that project. And I would have loved to have had that footage to showcase my talent. And I don't. So I guess when you asked about writing, um, there's a lot of people say that write your own stuff, film it, get somebody to film it for you. And then, you know, you're going to get footage because you're writing it. And maybe you're paying a friend to film it for you and, and edit it for you and create your own content, mm -hmm. basically, so that you can showcase your talent and do it yourself. So, you know, you're going to have the footage mm -hmm. so that, you know, it'll be done so that you can put it out there. Yeah. You know, so that that's the alternative, basically. Or you can, you know, just hearing you uh, explain it's like, that's why social media is, it, it's, it's, you know, that's what social media is for. Yes. Right. If you're an actress, actor or actress, like you can, you know, take a monologue of, I don't, I, you know, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And yes. you can film yourself for 30 seconds, you know, depending on uh, 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 the, the selection on like on Instagram. Right. For example. And you can film yourself um, reading and uh, reenacting that monologue. And yes. now you can, you, you, you know, start doing, you start comedy, different genres. And you say, hey, look at you know, what I've done so far, you know, this is what I look like doing this scene and this yes. scene. And, you know, you do it yourself rather than continue waiting for people, you know, because exactly. a, a lot of, there's a lot of times that, especially when you're a production company that, that you know, you're starting off mm -hmm. for the first time and you get, you know, individuals like yourself that have experience, the people producing it, the, the production company don't have the experience. Mm -hmm. you know That's and true. because you have the you have the, the experience you expect so much so much from them yeah and yet they're they're still trying to figure out a shot that they've never done before yeah so it, it's finding that balance as you know it's like look you gotta you gotta do what's best for you yes definitely you know? mm -hmm. and and when you work with companies that are first starting you got to see that as an opportunity and, and take initiative mm -hmm. take advantage of them because they don't know yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, I would just say to other people who are in my situation, you know, if you aren't getting footage or if the movies aren't being released, they're being shelved for whatever reason, create your own content, you know, mm -hmm. film, film yourself. Like you said, monologues, mm -hmm. scene work, get together with some of your friends and, and film each other, mm -hmm. you know, acting in a scene that way you have, you know, you, you know, you're going to get the footage. Yes. There are, there are also companies that you can pay to, to do it all for you. Yes. Um, they'll write some, uh, they'll write a scene for you and they'll film it and edit it and put it together for you. I mean, you can go that route if you want, mm -hmm. or if you just have fellow actors or, you know, a director or a, a producer that you, you know, who can help you out, you know, maybe you can do that. Yeah. So, but it's, you know, when you're just starting out, you have to have footage. You really mm -hmm. do, you know, and maybe some of these, 
companies don't understand that, but it is what it is. And, you know, that's, I guess that's what I'm after right now in my career, because I, I need to get all these different um, clips of myself acting so that when I'm ready to go and find that agent in New York, you know, I have something to show them, you know, about yes. my talents. Do you, I mean, obviously when you, um, when you, when you, when everything is said and done and they, they finish you in the moon, you, you actually get to keep the, the script, right? Or do you yes. have to give that back? No, I mean, you get to, you, you keep the script, but you don't really have the rights to it. Ah, uh, got it. Got yeah. It. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a learning curve and, you know, very challenging, right? Because as an actor, an actress, you, you, you know, there's an opportunity. Yes. Right. You know, that's what you do. You, mm -hmm. you know, you show up to work and, and do what you have to do. And, you know, these minor sex setbacks that affect you, not at the moment, but yet in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Because those, essentially those are the things that's going to help you capitalize on further in your career. Yes, that's true. But I mean, there are good benefits, you know, to, to working on set. I mean, you're, you're getting the experience of being on a, on a set. You're learning how everything works. You're meeting people. You're learning how to take direction from a director. Um, you're getting the, the chance to act, you know, and to practice your craft. Um, a lot of networking opportunities. So, I mean, there, there are definitely benefits, you know, mm -hmm. um, and just, I guess the perk would be number one, getting paid and then number two, <laughs> getting your footage. <laughs> so, but I mean, the experience is also good. You know, it's yes. good to gain the experience. You put it on your resume, you know, the movies out there for you to show your, your friends and your family. I mean, that's always a good thing too. Yes. Yes. Um, are you, and are you a SAG actor or a freelancer? I'm right now I'm SAG eligible. Mm. So if, so I work non-union roles right now, but I am able to take a SAG role if it's offered to me. However, I would have to join SAG. I'm yeah. not able to do a SAG role unless I join. And I think they have some pretty hefty fees. Um, I think it's right now it's like $3,000 to join SAG. Whoa. So if you want to do the SAG role, you have to pay the three grand. And you can only do, uh, after that, you can only do SAG movies. Yes. Once you are SAG, you can only do SAG. Um, you could get in trouble if you do non-union roles while you are SAG. Um, there is a loophole that people don't know. Oh, um, wow. You can you can join SAG and immediately send them back your card, your SAG card. You can send it right back and tell them that you want to go. I think it's called FICOR. And that means that you can work SAG and non-union roles. Um, but it's like a really like dirty thing to do. Like it's like like you're a scab or something mm. like like it's not like it's really frowned on the people who do that. Like it's kind of like you're like a bad person if you do that. But people do it and you you can. I don't think a lot of people realize you can do that. You can do that. Um, but it's just not the right thing to do. You know, I feel like if you want to go sag, be sag, you know, be sag. And if 
you're not ready to go SAG, then you stay non-union and you just do non-union. Is it a difference of, of opportunities? Um, versus SAG versus non-union. Mm-hmm. There are more non-union opportunities out there. Um, SAG, it's there. I don't want to say that there isn't a lot of, there are a lot of SAG roles. Yeah. The problem is it has to do with, it has to do with talent. Um, the people that are going out for the SAG roles are the celebrities. They're the people mm. that, you know, they're really experienced. They're like, they, they're bringing their A game. And if you're not there to match them, you're not going to get the part. So, you know, I, I think it's like people like who are just starting out, it's easier for them to get a non-union role. Whereas when you get to SAG, you are now competing with like the big leagues. You yeah, know, you're, you are competing. You're, you're competing for a job that you may or may not get. Yes. Um, it's harder to get. It's harder to get because you're going to be up against all the celebrities and people that, you know, have been working on network TV, you know, people that have been doing this since they were children. Um, now, that's not to say that you can't do it. It's just when you're ready to compete for SAG roles, you have to really know what you're doing, you know, yes, yes. and it's it's just harder. It's harder to get SAG. Whereas non-union, there's so many non-union jobs, all independent films, mostly are non-union, you know, student films, um, just, and in Philadelphia, uh, there is so much non-union work, uh, especially commercials. There's a lot of non-union commercials. Industrials are also non-union. So in this area, there is a lot of non-union to choose from. And a lot of people just stay non-union because they're getting so much work you know, as a non-union. Yeah. And as a SAG, you get like benefits and whatnot, right? Yes. With SAG, you do get, you get benefits. Um, I think you have, can do health insurance. Um, You get to, uh, I think now, I don't know, but I think you get to view um, all the Oscar, the Academy award-winning movies, they send them to you in the mail and you get to like watch them. And then you get to to vote for, I think it's like the Screen Actors Guild, Guild Awards. Yes. You get to vote on the movies. So you get to watch all the movies that are nominated for, I think for free. It's part of your membership. And then you get to vote, you know, in the SAG Awards. So, I so, mean, you, that's be, so you become a, a critic. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, that's not, I mean, if, if somebody's like, let's say, a, if everybody's a fan of Brad Pitt and the mm-hmm. movies suck, but they're a fr- <laughs> They're a fan of Brad Pitt. He's gonna win. So like it's it's a politic thing. It could, yeah, it can be that too, definitely. But I mean, there are there are so many benefits, and then you have the union that backs you. You know, they they uh, you're, they make sure that you have good wages. They make sure you get breaks. You know, basically they have your back. They take care of you because I've been on some sets that. You know, you're working very, very long days in in bad conditions, and you know it's tough. You're doing it because you know you want to do it. And, it's your passion, yeah. Yeah, but with SAG, they make sure you know, hey, if this doesn't look right, you know, they jump in and they they you know they kind of help you out with that. Um, I did work a SAG role uh, for background when I was doing background. Uh, that's how I became SAG eligible. I, I worked a SAG role. And um, it was a scene that required nudity, mm. uh, but nothing was shown. We had, it was for M. Night Shyamalan's um, Servant. It's on mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus. I was a cult member in that. 
and we were naked under the blankets and nobody told me that we were going to be naked and mm. they told me I could actually call SAG since I was SAG that day and I could complain about that and like report them for not like informing me and I also was able to get like a bump in pay because um, the conditions were not favorable it was it was like really cold and we were naked and so there's so yes (laughs) and so I did and I actually got extra pay for these like bad conditions so I mean it's kind of like there's these perks you know you know that they're there to have your back and look out for you um, whereas if you're non-union, there's nobody looking out for you. You got to like look out for yourself, basically. Yeah. You got to mm-hmm. sock it up, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. What was was like? What kind of support your husband brings to you? Like very understanding, because it's it's sometimes when you're filming, you're it's filming late at night, or sometimes you're on a set for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he's been very supportive. I mean, he wants me to do this. He wants me to like make it big and become this like famous celebrity so that he can stay home and not work. So <laughs> he's like all for it. He's all for it. Um, no, he, you know, he's like, sometimes he does come to the sets and helps out. Uh, this last film I did, it's called X night, uh, mm-hmm. escape from warp hell. I think, um, with that wow, one, that's he intense actually- today. <laughs> He actually was on set and he worked as a, um, a production assistant on there and he helped out. He was, um, we were all freezing and he was like holding blankets around all the women and stuff. And he was like making sure, like if we had to get out of our cars and take our jackets off for the scene, he'd be there with a blanket and he'd like put it around every, every girl that had to film, you know, in that scene. Um, he had hot hands that he handed out. So, I mean, he, he helped however he could. So, and he doesn't mind doing that, you know, um, he's helped me with, um, like if I'm hungry, he's gone and gotten me food, you know, uh, he's a great, he's a great assistant to you. Yeah, he is. He is. (laughs) I don't know. He should be like my manager or something. I don't know. Boom. (laughs) There you go. But yeah, I mean, if anybody needs his help, he's willing to come and help out. He, you know, he doesn't mind. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Truly it is. I mean, it's only a matter of time. You got so much experience doing this, you know, good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, you're truly a veteran in this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've worked in all kinds of conditions. I mean, um, freezing, freezing, freezing cold, like, oh my God, frostbite cold. Um, and then really, really hot. Uh, I think we've talked about this before on, on fighting with neighbors. Yes. It was like 90 degrees <laughs> and I'm wearing like leather pants and a fur. <laughs> I was like sweating so bad. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I've, I've experienced the elements and I've lived through it and I was fine. So now I know what to expect. Well, check more to your, you know, check yeah. more to your resume. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. You know, I mean, we had, we had a great time on that. So. Have you ever thought of like, because now like in Atlanta, there's like a slowly creating a, a new Hollywood or have you ever thought of like going to uh, L.A. to try it out? Like majority of, of, of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually been considering Atlanta. Uh, my family is from the South. They're actually they all live around Atlanta, um, Marietta, Smyrna, Jasper area. So, um, you know, like. My grandfather was from there. 
So I thought of actually moving down there with my husband. We, we talked about it. Um, and that might happen if I can get an agent down there mm. um, to get me auditions for, cause like so much films in Atlanta. I don't think yes. people realize yes, like yes. it's not just LA, like Atlanta is happening right now. So um, we talked about actually going down there and uh, seeing what we can do down there. Um, I know LA is where everybody wants to go. But I think before I would try LA, I would try Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And also what people don't realize is New Mexico is actually taking off as well. Really? Because Netflix. Yes, yes. Yep. They purchased, they have a studio, they have like a huge studio out in um, New Mexico. And they film a lot of Westerns out there. So apparently like it's happening out there too. So, I mean, that would be another place to try. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um what about like have you have you applied or auditioned for like theater because i know after pandemic you know everything in broadway was shut down but now it's slowly uh it's slowly starting to rebuild again i mean is that something like would you see yourself doing i don't know like uh sing-along or or musical actions with the correct name of it um I do not think I would have a career <laughs> in that. Uh, if you heard my singing voice, you would know. <laughs> no, I, I do not have um I do not have a singing voice, like not at all. Um, so no. But if there was theater where it doesn't involve singing, then yeah, I mean that would be something I would definitely try out, maybe. Um, the only problem is is with with live theater, mm-hmm. you you can't mess up, you know what I mean? You have to yes. go out there. And you have to, you don't get the, the option of multiple takes or not that I need multiple takes or anything, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, occasionally there, you know, maybe you mess up a line or whatever. And they're like, Oh, that's all right. We're going to do a second take. You don't get that with theater. Like you're out there and whatever you say, that's it. And yep. if you mess up, you have to like recover very quick because the show goes on. People are watching you live, you know? Yes, yes, so it's a different, true. uh, def- different ball game. Definitely. But um, yeah, it would be something that I would consider because they do recommend uh, training in the theater, getting theater experience, because mm-hmm. apparently it really helps you with your acting. Like, I don't know. I, I've heard that being in that situation where you do have to know your lines, where you do have to think on your feet and do several performances, the same performance. And you have to try to do it different every time you go out there so that you're not stale with your performance. That's definitely very challenging. And apparently it it's really good for you as an actor because it, it gives you that, I guess, experience and that training, you know, and apparently like a lot of the greats, they, you know, like Helen Mirren and people like that, they've done a lot of theater, you know, and, um, so it's definitely something that actors should consider doing. I mean, also like it, it's you're on a play that really runs what three sixty five a year. Like you're doing the same thing, same thing, same thing, every day, every day. You are, but you have to be able to do it different. Like you can't if you come out and you say a line the same way every night, it's just going to get stale. It's going to be like your line reading. You know, it's going to be boring. So you have to live in the moment and create something new with your performance every single night. Um 
just like say things differently, perform it differently, just be in the moment. And because if not, it's just, you're going to have like a flat performance. So theater really gives you the ability to do that, to try different things with your character and to perfect it and to do it for a longer period of time and to do it live in front of people because not a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of people can stand out in front of like hundreds of people and act. You know, when you're on set, it's just you and like the director and the producer and some of your actor friends, you know, on these independent productions, it's a small set. And it's so much different than standing on a stage with hundreds of people watching you. You know what I'm saying? And like performing live, like it's a, it's a lot of people can't do it. They can't. Or they don't want to do it. They don't want to try. They're nervous about it. But I think it it definitely would give you, it would definitely help with your acting to do that. So I mean, I would I would be open to it if I found the right role, you know, that would fit me. I mean, it's definitely challenging. You know, if you're somebody who wants to challenge yourself and <laughs> and it, it's it's consistency, right? Because you're doing it yes. night after night, night after night. So okay. what you're saying is is it's real. You know, you yes. have to, like, like you said, live in the moment. Yeah, because if and if you try to repeat an experience, you know, if you said something funny one night and you try to come out and you anticipate that you're going to say that funny thing again, it'll fall flat. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't like anticipate. Oh well, they laughed last night; they're going to laugh tonight at this joke of mine. You have to be so natural in the way you deliver it that they do laugh every night. Because if you go out and you say it the exact same way with the anticipation of, oh, they're going to laugh. I don't need to worry about it. They may not laugh. You know, it may fall flat. And you have to be able to just really live in the moment and bring it every single night and and not get bored with it. You know, because if you get bored with it, it's going to show on your face and they're going to see it in your acting and and they're going to like probably walk out. You know, you have to be living in that moment every night for however long that performance runs so it's definitely a challenge but I think it would help um I think it helps with memorization skills you know because you have to really be all you know you have to really know your lines to get out there and to do it because you can't mess up and if you mess up you have to know how to fix it if you mess up you know and and I've known stories of people messing up and standing there like what do I do what do I do and the audience catches that you know, you have to be able to say something else. You have to improv, but you have to say something else to get it back on track. So the show goes on. Yes. You know, there's no retakes. You don't get a second chance, you know? Yes, so it yes. definitely takes skills to do that. Yes, yes. Have you, have you uh, taken improv? I have not taken improv. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely something that I do have to take. Um, it was recommended um, by this one manager that I follow on Facebook. She says, you have to have improv. You have to have scene study. You have to have on-camera work, audition techniques. Now, I have a lot of that. Improv is the one thing that I have not taken yet. And it is definitely something that I do have to take probably this year because every good actor needs to know how to do improv. You know, it's just something you have to. Now, I have improv before on shows. Um, we improv on Fighting with Neighbors. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess it worked. <laughs> but to get the training in it, yes. I mean, I do have to take that for sure. What are, what are these managers look for? Like, because it seems like it's just like 
they want you to be ready and willing to pay. <laughs> That's a bad manager. You don't want yeah. a manager that, you know, you should never give a manager money. They earn the commission when, when you book a role. Never pay anybody up front. They're a scam artist if they're asking for money up front. Uh, but what they're looking for is like, they want you to be well-rounded. You know, you, you have to, you have to have a lot on your resume. Uh, you have to have good headshots, good video clips, good reels, um, experience, you know, um, skills, a lot of different skills and just the training, you know, you have to have a lot of training. A lot of people get into this and they think that they can just go and act Yes. And some people are naturals. I'm, I, I have some friends, so I don't want to, you know, cut them up. I, they're naturals, but, um, you know, they didn't do any training. But what I've been told is you have to train and you have to train forever. <laughs> it does not stop. Yes, you yes. know, even like <clears throat> Kate Winslet is training right now. And, um, you know, all the, the greats, they are they have a coach. And they're being coached on every role that they do. They're not just going out there and doing it. They're training with somebody one-on-one to give that performance. Um, Like Amy Adams. I don't know if you know Amy Adams. I'm at the Warner Laughlin Studios. Um, I'm taking classes there. Uh, Warner trains Amy Adams Mm one-on-one for for all of her roles. So these, these famous actors, they're not just going out there without any training. Yes. You know, they had years of training, years of experience, and they're still training. You know, maybe they're not in like group classes like all of us newbies are, but they have coaches and they are constantly learning, you know, and you have to do that. And you just have to constantly act with other actors and train with teachers and learn everything you can learn. I mean, that's how you're really going to get great at what you do. No, so, facts, facts, facts. Yeah. Very, very, very true. Mm-hmm. Um, last question before we go. Um, when you, when you like, like example, the uh, broken mm-hmm. character, right? That you play. Yes. Um, do you like research uh, the, the characters, you know, so you can perform, like, do you educate yourself on, on what, the, the the writer or director is looking for mm-hmm. yes uh definitely i did research with her um she had schizophrenia she had multiple personality disorder um i looked up depression um it is good to research if there's something that's going on in their lives and you don't have so much experience with it it is good to research about it so that you know, like, this is how she would act in this situation. This is, this is like her mindset. You know, I even watched movies. Um, there are a lot of movies out there that depict, you know, mental illness. I watched like all of them, even with horror movies. I, I watch mm-hmm. a lot of horror movies to kind of see how the victims in horror movies act, you know, just so I can, you know, know what to do for my performance you know it, it helped my performance along it's always good to do your research so you do, know what you're doing do you do like the i don't know i don't know if it's the writer or or the director like do they ex- try, like explain what type of character like or is it on the the script the you know gives a description what the character is 
or did you just want you to just you know do do what you do it depends on i guess the production um some directors some producers come out and they say well this is this is who she is this is what she does and you kind of take the direction from there other ones they kind of let you form the character on your own kind of whoever you want her to be and you have to make her that way uh it really just depends i guess on the director and and the production and the script a lot of times in the scripts they 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 write notes you know about the character and you have to like pick it up from the script like you have to know how to analyze a script to know what it's telling you about the character um, so it, it just depends on the production and on the script. Um, I'm working on something right now called The Paramedic Angel. Uh, mm. That airs on Amazon Prime. And I play an EMT in that. Now, I have no experience being an EMT. So um, I actually have a, um, one of my husband's friends is a captain at like, a, he's a paramedic. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and I'm going to go on a ride along with him. So I'm going to go in an ambulance with him and go out like when they have to pick up patients and when they have calls so that I can get the experience of what a real EMT and paramedic would do. Mm-hmm. And they're going to teach me about the different things in an ambulance, you know, what does what and, you know, about IVs and all that stuff. So it's kind of like you do have to put in the work, you know, yes. you do have to research the character because you can't just go on there and say, Oh, I'm an EMT when you don't know anything about it, you know? So I I've been researching all about what they do. Well, uh, because I was, a, I, I, at one point in my life, I was a paramedic. I graduated. Oh, yeah. and Didn't know that. <laughs> yes. So you have to be very hands-on, right? Mm-hmm. You you're going to encounter, Right. And I'm speaking of my experience. You're going to counter things that you you wouldn't normally counter. So you can't let that phase you. You got to be, uh, how do I say it? Not emotional, emotionless, mm-hmm. but you, you, you know, you got, it's like when you're, you're in your, uh, in your zone, mm-hmm. right? Nothing's yes. fading you. You got, you know, and then be proactive. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, I don't know now, like there's used to be like thing called hemp or is it hemp? Uh, because in Puerto Rico is different over here, right? Or sample, I think okay. it is. So, like, I think Puerto Rico is sample. Each letter means something. So, each letter is like an evaluation. Mm-hmm. We start with the first one, no, and then the next one, the next one, the next one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you always got to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Um, cautious. You know, always when you when you get out, always have protection. You know, you got your gloves. If now it's com- more common to use the mask because of the pandemic, you know, always have everything organized, right? You're, you, you know, so that when you get out of the ambulance, all you have to do is pick up your bag or whatever tools you, you, you know, you're approaching, right? Mm-hmm. Is already prepared. Okay. So yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of, um, I want to say like OCD ish. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have to have everything in order. Uh, you have to be prepared with the for the worst, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no like if a patient it's like winding out of pain, you 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 it can't be like oh does it hurt here? You know you got to be hey does it hurt here? You know yeah. where does it hurt? Speak I need you to speak to me. You know very yeah. thorough. Mm-hmm. You know not not in, in a mean like sergeant way in the army, but thorough in a sense of like so the the patient is responsive. 
You want to get the, as if that's if that patient is responsible, you want to get the most information out of him, right? Okay. To to because you're basically from the point you get to whatever location you are, right? To the point you get to the hospital, your job is to make sure he's still breathing, right? <laughs> Excuse me, uh, and you're trying to figure out what are, what what the fuck is going on with him. Yeah. You know, yeah. does he have high blood pressure or does he have low blood pressure? Is this if his sugar's high? Is his sugar's low? Mm-hmm. You know, and you gotta. Uh, it's like you're being a detective, yes. trying to figure out what's happening to this. So mm-hmm. you know, one you as you're figuring out, the other one's writing everything down. You get to the hospital, boom, he has this, and mm-hmm. they know how to treat it. So you're that for you're that basically you're that main. Mm-hmm. Uh, point of information yes yeah and you really have to know what you're doing and follow the procedures and yes do it right because you might miss something and you know they might need help or whatever and you're missing that so really thoroughly examine them and yeah and get them quickly to the hospital so they can get help yeah and if i don't know like the script wise right you're a paramedic to bring it more to life you you know you want to ask whoever wrote it or what type of paramedic is he is there's a basic cap uh paramedic and where the only thing he does is administer uh oxygen yeah and then there's the other type of uh the like i call it the the full paramedic and where you give oxygen you give um medication Mm -hmm. and then you know as you're writing you, you, you there's a radio and you talk to whoever's on call the doctor the hospital mm-hmm. so he could give you permission to administer some cc's or whatever medication yeah so those yeah. are you know the deep the more detail you can bring to life the more realistic your character's going to come exactly and everything you just described you know if if you didn't know any of that your performance is not going to be yeah. going to lack. People are going to say you're you don't look like a paramedic, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's good to research these things to get into character. Definitely. I, I remember uh, in Puerto Rico, like they have a lot of potholes, <laughs> so I, I remember I had to put some uh, an IV, inject an IV, and imagine you like every every five seconds you're taking a pothole, right, and you're trying to uh, <laughs> put the needle inside of him. I was I was very good surprisingly. I was very proud of myself. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um Tower, yeah. thanks for joining me. It's been an honor. Uh I had fun. You know. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> yes, yes. Um before we go, tell the people where they can find you at. Um, you can just Google Tower Beavers. I have everything on there, but I'm also on Facebook, um, on Instagram. Um tara.beavers.nyc actress on instagram boom yeah. <laughs> uh what's the latest movie for they could go check it out that you're in right now it's just released uh just released it's called broken it's on amazon prime video to rent or to buy so check it boom. out <laughs> uh, uh thanks for joining me once again uh i'm out guys have a good night